1: Welcome to Hot D, the officially unofficial podcast for House of the Dragon on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about the season finale for season one, The Black Queen. Uh, Aaron, what did you think of this episode?
0: Man, I'm really curious to see what you think of it because this is both exactly what I thought this episode would be. You know, this was my my two dudes going your, on a mission guys? being, being okay. hindered by another dude. Uh huh. No reprisal uh, from the other two dudes. So, <laughs> uh, no, well, I mean, there was some that, and, and they also added a bunch of dimensions I didn't expect, uh, as a book reader. So I thought it was A plus television. Uh, it looked amazing. My God, Vegar. Is like some kind of vengeful dark god. Like it, the way they chose to highlight her size in the storm clouds against, um, what that shit was Vermithor. What well, not? Not Vermithor. That's the 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 one that Damon was singing to. Um, whatever. Uh, yeah, I I did Dragon I think is the name of that. Yeah, dragon, Kibbles Dragonsack. and Bits. <laughs> I, I like just 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 Vagar's a monster. You really wonder about that 14 to, you know, four strategy when they've got something that massive and like Damon's counting, like, you know, all three of, uh, Rhaenyra's kids dragons, like, you know, they're, there's something, but what could they do to Vagar All three of them at once. My God. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
1: I'm, what was the, what was the scene with him going into the dragon den all about or wherever that so, was you're supposed to
0: understand that like that the, so they've got not only their active weaponry the ones they all mm-hmm. have dragon riders but they have a deep stockpile of dragons the way that king's landing does not okay so that he was he was trying to whistle up vermithor which is the old okay. dragon of king jaharis it's about a 100- big dragon yeah it's it's I guess it'd be in its like late middle age, but in its prime it's huge and powerful and it's not necessarily old or slow so it, although i I thought that they illustrated it as if it was very old like i I thought that dragon looked kind of mm-hmm. ancient and hoary in the way that vagar does, but
1: yeah I think so uh no it it seems formidable certainly uh so yeah. I think like team black has some power on their side quite a bit of power you know to maybe face off with Vagar, but i don't know man uh yeah th- i thought this episode was awesome i i love the dragon stuff um i thought it has never looked better with the dragon stuff it it, it had me a little shaky when uh rhaenyra landed on the the bridge because i'm like well it still has that like washed out look that all this dragon effect stuff does but by the mm-hmm. time they got into the sky at the end i wasn't seeing that i was just seeing a couple of real dragons on the screen and it was yeah. badass <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps that it's it's got that storm and rainy conditions. But then, like, you know, mm-hmm. when they pop up above the cloud cover, it was just such a beautiful shot, too. Yeah. Um You know, we talked yeah, about the one thing Rings of Power had over House of the Dragon consistently almost all season long was just the visuals, how bright and beautiful and just jaw-dropping they were. But, like, some of the best dragon work I thought approached the wonder of, like, the two trees of Valinor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing Numenor for the first time. So, hats off to the VFX team. Um, and this is like, I, I I thought as a book reader, you know, I thought they'd get a little bit further. I thought it would be paced a little bit quicker. Um, so we'd spent some time to, to, to see, you know, how the other prince fared on his missions. It'd been cool to see, to see him treat with the Lord of Stark. Um, and, uh, you know, see, see this, uh, Grover, this Muppet we've been hearing yeah. about. But, um, they did what they needed to do, which I think mm-hmm. in the episode of the real bang with a real vengeance shot on Rhaenyra and having Team Black howling for blood. And they gave Team Green some like, well, you know, Eamon didn't mean for it to happen. I thought mm-hmm. that was such an interesting angle because that is absent from the book. Yeah, this is this is a dragon war at this point. Yeah. This isn't even a human war. It's.
1: The dragon's are true first blood, and I did not call that. You were That's asking me, like, earlier, what, when do you think it's going to kick off? Who's going to start it? And I'm like, well, I don't know who's going to start it, but it kicks off
0: at first blood. And apparently the dragons are going to start it. <laughs> yeah, because when you read the book, you're like, Eamon just, in, in fact, they, they have this story that, like, the reason Eamon does this is because one of the Baratheon girls insults him. You know, because he mm. he's like, oh, you know, the, the prince take your balls along with your eye. And that enraged Aemon so much he grabbed up on Vagar and went and chomp chomped on on Luke there. Wow. But the fact that the dragons decided like the like you had these young, inexperienced writers on these mm-hmm. willful dragons. The dragons got their blood up and did something crazy, kind of like these Targaryens do. It's I yeah. I, I kind of liked it. I really liked it. And it adds a wild card element for the the coming war. I
1: when I when I pair this with what, uh, ooh, was it Rhaenyra or Rhaenys that said it? I can't remember. But the, these dragons are not battle tested, right? Right. Um, yeah. Most of them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the idea that they would get into battle and then just disobey commands and go buck wild is is there first and foremost in my mind at this point. And yeah, I'm kind of thinking they'll do
0: something with that. Yeah. Yeah, I that that's a completely unexpected angle, but I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I got so many, I got so many different thoughts. I thought, I, I thought, uh, just talking about the look of things. I want to ask you whether you thought stuff was cool or cringe. Sometimes we play this game. Okay. Painted okay. table glowing from underneath, cool or cringe? Fucking awesome! I, I thought, thought that, that was the that was was coolest so cool. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That was so cool, and that, that 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 neat little candle tray that kind of like prisms uh-huh. up. Everything. Oh, so and, and cool. And the, the,
1: I mean, the painted the table is already badass. Yes, just like with the shape of it and, and its use and its look. But then you you light it up, and it's like oh, a whole other dimension of awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now it's got RGB lighting enabled. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <what> <laughs> yeah, get some have... wildfire under there, glowing green? Sure. Uh, what about? Damon singing to the dragons to, to kind of like get them used to the idea of someone writing
1: cool or cringe i, cool I liked cringe. it i wouldn't
0: say it's either let me ask you this as a non-book reader what did you think they were doing with the pupils like matching up i mean your mind to my mind they're doing a lot of star trek stuff here right uh, you're, you're assuming that Damon's, like, mind-melding to this dragon? Maybe, but he already has a dragon, so I don't know how he really could. Um, but see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, there's an opportunity. They might just do something fucking wild, crazy. Like dragons can be bound to more than one rider. Like John
1: Claude Van Damme. Damon's going to be riding two dragons doing the splits
0: down the highway. <laughs> well, you know, I was just thinking it would actually be way more useful to have one dragon bound to multiple riders. Probably. Oh, to I have, would think so. Yeah. Then have one rider bound to multiple dragons. Because, yeah, you can only you need backup pilots, but you only have the one. Dra- yeah. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. I, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck are they trying to tell us here?" This is. It might. So it know. might be, we'll be that he see. just like,
1: well, if I lose my dragon, I want a backup. Um, but
0: that's a big dragon to have as like sitting on the bench. You want yeah. that dragon in the game, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You want. You, in fact, you might talk to kids and they'll be like, "Hey, you know, I know you're. I know you're really attached to Airax, uh-huh. Taraxes and all that, but uh, Vermithor. How about Old that King Vermithor? <laughs> yeah." You know? He's <laughs> his it's dragon story. Yeah. Uh Silverwing, you know? Uh I yeah, I thought uh I thought that was I was really cool. Uh what about Aemon Sapphire Eye. Cringe Ooh. or cool? Cool. I might be in the minority here, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought they pulled it off. I was one of the details because a, a lot of times when Game of Thrones has some kind of just really fucking crazy detail like oh there's uh dario naharis and he's got a a gold painted mustache with a three fork purple beard mm-hmm. and he's got he wears like makeup like a and and he's got 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 a gold tooth <laughs> yep. and he's just got in you know <laughs> and they're like you, then you see the heart and no he's just he's just a he's just a scruffy little little pirate boy right yeah, I, they went full on fucking sapphire eye. That I thought that looked badass. I thought that was a swing and a knock out of the park. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Those, those, I, I I'm i think I think it's really interesting that Jim called all three of these cool because I thought like maybe we'd be lucky to get two out of three. But really? all right. All right. Yeah. Well,
1: I said I said the second one was neither. It was like the singing the singing isn't like cool, but it's definitely not cringe. Okay. It's like okay. Two point five it. out of three. Two point yeah, five yeah. out of three. No perfect scores here. Um, Uh, yeah, yeah, I I just, I've really enjoyed all the talky scenes, like all the scenes of them planning the war and like saying, okay, who's going to be leading this thing, right? Because I think Damon early on is jockeying to be like the military commander here and it makes a lot of sense. He does have the most experience, but also he's not great at it. He got his ass kicked in the Stepstones
0: until he did some Hail
1: Mary, should have got you killed, should never have worked kind of play. Agreed. Um, yeah so I don't I don't know that he I want him leading the armies but
0: also what the fuck was he doing choking up Rhaenyra that's I, I guess that's the one scene I don't get was but... he enraged that his brother kept a secret from him was he enraged that like we're gonna you know my brother was kind of a, I, I had to put up with my brother being his moon boy dreamer and my wife is going to do this shit too was it yeah probably that uh
1: and then she says, I, "Well, he never t- he must have never told you about it." And I think that's true, which
0: how how is that true? But I thought that right. was that was a wild scene mm-hmm. um that didn't make a ton of sense to me. Um yeah. And then they just go you, back
1: to normal like it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, there's another crazy scene in this and it's the birth scene, the third birth
0: scene that is just Completely fucked, right? A fourth? A fourth. It's interesting how they book in this material that you had her mother like dying of birth. Here she has, and this is a, a, also something interesting because this is right out of the book, too. uh The fact that Renee gets this news while she is, you know, get, trying to give birth to her daughter. I think first and only, which is interesting. And I thought hmm. they made a lot of that material that they, they, they book into these different, difficult births and how Renee is just like, fighting this like a like a war like a like a boxing mm-hmm. match against her fetus you know she's like she's screaming get out of me get out of me yeah. very fucking intense and it's also you know it, 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 she, when she had to like you know get out and march across a castle to show off joff it feels like this is this season is like a rocky movie and there's been all these birthing training montages like mm-hmm. is worked up to To where she can lead lead a, a anti rebellion a counterinsurgency right after she has a difficult stillbirth, yeah, yeah, it was wild. Did you get the idea? Uh, I'm glad that, it didn't sign side- sideline her
1: all episode. I was worried about that when they started in with this. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, I thought an there might and be, be she's gonna be
0: absent, like this Damon as a shadow king kind of business because she's mm-hmm. waylaid and um. What did you get? What did you, what was your impression of Rhaenyra's daughter that that died looked like? You had the umbilical cord wrapped she, around its just, head. Was there anything? it? Oh, I, I just of it? thought it was too young to survive.
1: Okay. Just gotcha. not developed gotcha. enough. Um, did it wh- did it come out with like the mark of the beast or something? <laughs> Should I've noticed?
0: Okay, so here's normally I've been having the habit of reading the book right before, you know, like like a half hour before the show. I go and I thumb through the pages and read what I think is going to happen this week. I decided not to do it because I did see the next week on and I knew that they were going to probably end on this big note. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know that I want. I don't think it's fair to the show if I have fresh in mind, because that's like one of the better. That's like. You know, this is one of the things when I was reading, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is going to be... Can you imagine seeing this on screen? Like, you know, yeah. Vagar coming out of this raging storm and just chomp-chomping this dragon. And it's like the prince and, like, fucking is going to go ape shit. And I, I thought they did, also did a very good job of both showing that Rhaenyra was kind of, like, trying to manage this. Like a crisis and not treat it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, treating like a war kind of plays into the the queen and this fake kings uh uh uh, uh, phrase you know like like kind of of, uh, it it buys into their playbook right Mm -hmm. no this is just this is just some bullshit that i've got to manage through and i wondered if it would have worked if she'd have been able to consult if 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 aemon doesn't lose his mind and try to scare this prince the do you think it works do you think rhaenyra because I feel like she was really on her way to sewing up like four of the seven big houses, probably getting a, a fifth eventually. She had the fleet of yeah. of the Valerians behind Coilers. her, yep. 14 mm-hmm. to four dragons. Yeah, I mean, I
1: I think there's still I mean, without was a Baratheon who Luke, uh, Luke went to <laughs> talked to mad shit. Yeah, uh-huh. That was Baratheon. So yeah, even was... without the Baratheons, I feel like they have a really good odds in
0: their favor. Um, yeah. And that's the storm. That's right next to the crown lands. I mean, that's like, you know, that's very cosmopolitan King's Landing. Yeah. Yeah. Just owning
1: the Stepstones. I feel uh, Corlys made the case for that being super important. They can cut off King's Landing, effectively siege King's Landing uh, because they have air superiority and they have. Water superiority, and there is no approach from land to Dragonstone. So, right,
0: that's why I thought it was cool. You to can't Damon. really get at them. There's a lot of stuff that Damon said that's a little, like verbatim. Like the Maester that's writing the book, Fire and Blood, takes like an aside to the reader and is like, "Here's the military disposition of how Rainier and it's like <laughs> word for word. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, I've got this many knights and this many mounted, and yeah. Dragonstone, of course, is easy to." the Finn, but it's as a, as a, as a launching of an invasion point that leaves a lot to be desired. Cause there's just nothing there. You don't have any, there's no landed, nothing, right. you know, no knights, no banners, no, no nothing, really. I guess uh, I want a better perspective. They, they gave me a lot of stuff about the
1: stepstones early on in this season and how important it was, but they just kind of <sighs> told me they didn't really like sell maps. to me how you can cut off a continent by controlling one sea passage. I, I get that you're not going to get supplies from Essos, but Westeros is a big fucking place with a lot of riches, a lot of wealth, a lot of supplies. I don't, I don't necessarily know why the stepstones are the key to a siege at King's Landing.
0: Well, it cuts off entirely half of Essos because those stepstones kind of bisect Essos, the continent, and like you have to, to trade with Westeros. The uh, four to five cities that are on the south side of Essos just cannot pass that. But the other thing is, King's Landing is in the is in the mouth of this uh, at the mouth of the Blackwater. It's at this like you know big mouthwater bay, like the Chesapeake Bay or something. Mm-hmm. So like it's relatively easy if you control the Stepstones and in and and indeed in, in, in the Narrow Sea, it's relatively easy to just choke that off. So yeah, like, why can't they
1: deliver supplies and wealth and stuff from the land, the other side of King's Landing? Because it's a medieval
0: society and like. They don't have like trains or semis. Like you can land a bunch of shit and wagon it over, I suppose. But like the, the infrastructure is not take the fucking Kings Road. <laughs> I don't think Get the infrastructure is there. The like, gold will you, make if, it to if, King's if, Landing. If you need five hundred ships a day coming in and out of port to supply the city, and suddenly they have to land one hundred fifty miles away and wagon it, yeah. that's going to cause problems in King's Landing. Is I think what you're supposed to understand. Especially yeah. since, I, I especially don't think since it failed, also. But you got the the queen that never was patrolling and i guess like what she's going to limit, like attack those supply chains but yeah it would assume so yeah I, I the the war going forward strategy is going to be really interesting you know like mm-hmm. how do you best use dragons how do you supply how do you you know if you don't have air support superiority how do you supply your troops how do you move them around um and, and that's rares. like yes yeah, well, as I said I, I thought they did such a good job of making the Greens' victory seem so secure because like Otto said, you know, it's mm-hmm. another kind of quote right out of the movie. He's got the, you know, conqueror's crown, the conqueror's sword, he's sitting on the conqueror's uh throne, and he has a conqueror's name and he was sworn for a blah blah blah. Those are such pay. it's it's like the the when Varys was telling the the um the uh, parable of who has the power. You know, mm-hmm. it's like there's a sword and a, a rich man, a priest and a king tells him to kill the other. Like, who does he listen to? Uh, I thought this mm-hmm. was such a great object lesson because, you know, who has the more who has more power? And then they're like, well, Team Black has more dragons, but then Jesus Vagar. Vhagar. Uh, it's, it's such yeah. a great it's such a great it's such a great way to end the season. I saw a lot of uh, Team Black supporters in chat saying, like, who could possibly support Team Green at this point? Man, you know, like I I will I I live in a very, very blue part of Cincinnati and there's a couple of neighbors that flew the Trump flags. Mm -hmm. And I know some uh, liberal friends that live in very ultra infrared areas of the country and flew like Bernie Biden stuff. There's no matter no matter how. How dogged the resistance! You will have some people that just say, no, fuck you, I'm I'm Team Green till I die." And yeah. I also thought they gave him a little bit of moral cover with Amon, kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, he's just fucking with them the way that they fucked with him. I, okay, yeah. I, I, now, 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 I'm gonna say as a book reader, I don't know why they just don't have Amon kill him, because Amon, Amon is like cool like that. I would have liked, I kind of liked Amon a little bit less after this episode. Because he threw the rock and he tried to hide his hand, like, hmm. yeah. oh, I have, oh fuck, I didn't mean for this to happen. What the fuck? You set a seven forty-seven size dragon on a Cessna. <laughs> what do you think was yeah. going to happen? And a fourteen-year-old boy trying to fly it at that? Because mm-hmm. honestly, no, I... Luke lost control of the dragon first. Like, yeah. what's this? What's this piss and dragon spit fire in in <laughs> Vagar's face? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know yeah, who but calls that... her back. <laughs> I don't, like, th- I don't know if, this like if an eight-year-old, eight-year-old comes
1: up and punches you in the leg as a <laughs> 40-year-old man. I'm not going to just blast him
0: back. But this is a dragon. Okay. In the news right now, there's like this three or four little old girl that like beats her chest in front of this dragon that's in this glass cage at a zoo. And this fucking gorilla charges. Oh, no, cr- this fucking okay. gorilla charges her and like sh- like cracks the glass. And it's like, oh. That, mm-hmm. that 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 gorilla don't give a fuck. That is a four-year-old girl. That gorilla's thinking, "What the fuck is this? This naked ape beating her chest at me? She thinks she can oh, take me? Yeah. Fuck her! You know, like that's we yeah, got a dragon. It's like the dragons aren't diplomatic. Oh my god! Come on, dragons! Come on, Dra- dragons going to dragon Jim It's true. Uh, it's true.
1: There's still lots of hot D left to talk about. We'll be right back after the break.
0: And who knows that dedicated fan could even be
1: you? Treat yourself. Check out support.ballmove.com for more info.
0: And now back to Hot deep. Yeah. Ah. God. What a great episode. <laughs> um. What? Okay. Uh, uh, what would you think of the callback to the torn page? Uh, that I'm the a little shaky Namira. So,
1: so she hung on to this book, this page from this book for twenty plus years, kept in her keepsake box. What? What? What was she the loves significance? Rhaenyra? I. I don't remember the significance of that page, like the actual scene. I remember so they, they showed the, it in it, the... Early on, I, it might have on.
0: even been in the first episode, um, Allison's kind of scolding Rhaenyra for being mm-hmm. so lax learning enough. her schooling. Yeah. And Rhaenyra, like, effortlessly recites the things after, you know, giving her a bunch of grief. And I believe she tore the page out and to give to Allison is kind of like, here's something to remember it by. And Allison's like, oh my God, what would Deceptus say? And she's like, fuck Deceptus. It kind of like is an early framing of their... Allison's very duty and what you're supposed to do, and Rhaenyra is all about very much like fuck it, I don't give a shit. Um, the fact that she's held on to that, I don't know. I, I think it says something about the love that Allison had, and probably still has a little bit for Rhaenyra. Oh, the man! Actions
1: speak louder than pages torn out of a book, in my opinion. Um, and she's been using the last twenty years to prepare her kids for a war that she believes is coming and doing nothing yeah. to prevent it. So I, I have a hard time getting on her side. Uh, but yeah, clearly she doesn't want this to escalate.
0: But how can and she thought, expect it not to? What did you think the terms that Team Green gave to Team Black?
1: Did you keep uh, track of
0: like, did this sound generous to you? or? I mean, you get to
1: keep what you have essentially and we will give your kids
0: positions of some honor yeah but Squire nothing, Cup nothing there seemed to seem pretty pretty strong and uh, and, that, and that's her you know Damon kids know. her they're true born so they're offering legitimize her children
1: yeah I couldn't help but notice Driftmark he calls and... them true
0: born now right now that the well, deeds done, are they're trying, they're yeah, trying to get the
1: that's piece that's what I'm saying shit. like it fuck felt like <laughs> I did Jacarus them all on that bridge honestly fuck them <sighs> Yes, we I'm were, one of the men in the room who's talking about going to war. Yeah, because honestly, fuck Otto, fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to see it A because it's more action packed. It's gonna be yeah. awesome, and I'm I a was television hoping, watcher.
0: I was hoping that we would have our, our, our merch uh, printers sent us uh, two T-shirts. Uh, the the keeping a leal T-shirts, Team Green and Team Black. I was hoping to get them in for. The, they didn't. They, they didn't get to us in time. Um, but uh, <laughs> Jim Jim uh, King, King Jim Harris has got a team green shirt through some kind of
1: <laughs> this a mishap. Joke. Some
0: kind of raven got crossed in the mail. I got a team yeah. black, and he got a team green shirt. And uh, uh, you know um, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty funny to, to see him wear that. But because uh, you're you're just so you're just so pro, pro, pro black, man. I'm g- I'm gonna have to get like a. A filter on my camera or something that can
1: change green to black <laughs> so I can wear the shirt and not feel like some kind of
0: turncoat, some oh, traitor. God. You probably could just put a green screen filter and just paint it out for black. That that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be that'd be a funny one. That'd be a funny one. It's the plan. Um
1: uh, can I say I think Rhaenyra is incredibly naive sending Luke out to treat with a potential ally that you know has already received an, off- an offer from your enemy, a generous offer at that. Because he's so close. This yeah. was incredibly stupid of her. And I, I saw it coming a mile away. I was like, well, he's never coming back from this mission.
0: I, I think, But I think you're supposed to understand that Rhaenyra did not think, since the dragon uh, advantage is so huge... I think she thought, and there's a little bit more of interior this in the book that, like, surely they've got Vagar, they will, they will make sure that that stays behind to defend King's Landing, because mo- the most natural reaction is for me to take my overwhelming dragon advantage over there and just kick your asses in right now, mm-hmm. right? And you have to be ready for me to do my craziest thing, right? The fact that, like, they, it seems like they kind of left King's Landing vulnerable. Um, well, uh, yeah, but the the crazy thing here is that and she's like, this is just across the narrows. This is just like not. It's it's almost as close as uh, King's Landing for a dragon is just slightly further. So she's like, this is in her backyard. No fucking way they're gonna have Vagar over there. I, I I felt it was defensible. Well,
1: I mean, to even send to even send your heir, your son, whatever, to a a potential enemy um, who's just received a big offer to me like it's not about the dragon being there to me it's more about like what is baratheon gonna do yeah uh what is boros gonna do because that's the best way to get your kid imprisoned at the beginning of a war or worse i don't know seemed it seemed
0: naive and silly yeah but Uh... she was hoping for the best
1: what else have we
0: got? I just thought there were so many smart call. This is such a well-constructed season finale because it called back so many things pre- previous to the season, like uh, Otto meeting at the bridge to Dragonstone and trying to deliver terms, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, R'nira flying, R'nira, in a flying in at first with no standing there against the will of the king, and now she is queen. She's got the golden crown, and uh, I thought that was, so, that was so fucking cool. Yeah, uh, that scene when black twin pulls the crown out of his bag i'm like oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. fucking the kings Art eric what a what that's so awesome i i did think damon i don't think that's how you treat professionals i thought he dis. i thought he disrespected us kings i don't i don't uh-huh. know if i like that it's like wait, yeah why don't renew you your oath just
1: or get burnt yeah
0: yeah yeah why don't you just like you know be like hey if anyone has I mean, first of all, why would you do that with the dragon in front of you? Why don't you just be like, hey, man, look, if you don't want like this is all all in the beginning cards on the table. Are, are you cool with Rhaenyra being queen? Because if you're not, you know, well, I'll, I'll get you a boat, send you across the king and then let them declare and then kill them if they don't. Why would you make it clear to them? They're <laughs> going to die right here and right now. I, it's like, damn. Come on. That's stupid. Yeah. What that's answer stupid. are you
1: going to get out of them? Right? Yeah. But scenario. that's the thing,
0: Damon. That's the thing, Damon. Like, that doesn't make sense, and neither is grabbing your wife by the throat and squeezing because you don't like what she's saying. Like, that's fucking yeah. crazy shit. That's, that's indefensible behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's And that's Damon. That's Damon in a nutshell. Problematic fave. <laughs> uh, What else? Do we have anything else that uh, we need uh, to talk about? Oh, what do you think? My was coming back. i was surprised he could speak as well as he could.
1: Uh, I thought...
0: I, I, if I was if if I'm if I'm a nitpicker looking to pick a knit, he miraculously recovered. He goes from "I can barely talk because my windpipe was slashed by a pirate," apparently, to mm. "Well met, Queen Rhaenyra." Our houses go like you know. Come on, come on, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, miraculous recovery. Yeah, uh, but I I liked him having a change of heart here. You know, Rhaenyra or sorry, Rhaenys talks to him uh says hey you abandoned me when i needed you most and he's like yeah well i had my own shit going on and she's like no we had shit going on this we're supposed to be in this together right that's that's the thing so
0: yeah no it was it was great couple of scenes there and i really like having him back too i appreciate lord corliss being in solidarity with solidarity with me uh insisting on calling his wife Reynus. He croaked it out, but he did say "Rainus" this episode. <laughs> right. He's been very consistent. Like, 75% of uh-huh. the time, he's Rainus in it up, and I, I appreciate that about Lord Corliss. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, What did you think of... Uh, I guess, what, you, what What did you think of the Baratheon guy? Like, how bold as brass he was. Like, he was gleefully Team Green.
1: Uh, Yeah, but I liked him i mean I, I i don't know he seemed like a baratheon to me uh they they got an actor who felt like he could be an ancestor of robert mm. uh both yeah, in they look did, and stature and
0: presence yeah the seed is strong yeah and he can't read that's such a great detail oh is it because he
1: can't read
0: yeah. i thought he was like it was beneath well, him to
1: read the message of this Traitor that was my understanding
0: when he grabs and he kind of looks at it and he's like "Where's the bloody maester like yeah I, I, th- I think I you're supposed to and I think that's not uncommon <laughs> of lords at that time like yeah, you know unless you take sense. the time to educate yourself that's why you have a maester you got chase uh, who's gonna speak two languages yeah, oh, yeah they're not gonna get I thought storms in looked really cool too it's the first time we've really uh, seen yeah. the outside of it and a little bit more towery than I thought it would be but mm-hmm. uh, look cool Looked like a miserable place to live with all them storms Ending or not, they're just always oh, beating yeah. on you uh, Okay, do you have anything else you want to talk about Or should we kind of shift things into an instant talk type of portion I'm sure yeah, let's do we it. have we have a frightfully large number of people here uh, In the club that are we in, do. In, the, in the chat yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, we want to give plenty of time for people's reactions uh, If uh, you couldn't watch us live or for whatever reason You had some long form takes you wanted to give to us Please send that in to d at baldmove.com We will, of course, have a feedback episode out Thursday. We'll have our main podcast out Tuesday. We'll also have a season wrap up uh, for last thoughts. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, be doing the be doing the rounds, looking to see what the showrunners have to say, looking at some, you know, uh, making of material and seeing what people are saying about season two and uh, just seeing what people are thinking, like non book readers where they're at, uh, riling up team green, and team black one more time. Uh, so there's lots more to talk about. Hot D at baldmove. dot com. Please follow us at Twitter at twitter. slash baldmove. follow along with all of our release, releases. And if you want to get in on these live instant chats, uh, instant talks, and uh, get uh, lots more bonus audio content and ad free feeds, check it out. Support. com. All right, everybody, all the club members. Let's let's see let's see what you guys are saying.